Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Oh my, Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, we're happy to see everybody today. <laughs> I'm not sure about him, but anyway, we'll move on. Coffee. Cut him off. Cut him off. Okay. Cut him off. All right, we'd like to give a quick shout out to Springfield. Pennsylvania. Oh, that looks pretty. It does. Yeah. yeah another place to add. Yeah. <clears throat> it's mm. uh, 12 miles, sorry, southwest of Philly. It's like a really cool Catch a place. Philadelphia. All right. Philly's game. We really need to start a list. We should get like a map and like put pins in all the ones that we want to go to oh, and yeah. all the ones that we say. We need to do that. All right. We'll have to do that. We'll have to go back and listen <clears throat> to all our podcasts. Why? <laughs> to find out who we shouted out to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. A lot of podcasters, including me, we don't, don't really like to go back and listen to ourselves. I don't like to hear my voice. Yeah, that's a thing, though. But yeah. There's a name for it. There is a name for it. I you saw don't that. like to hear your own voice. Right. I yeah. saw that the other day. All right, everybody. You can check us out at Dr. Jonathan at Grace in the Shadows. O-R- excuse me. Grace in the Shadows. O-R-D-O-R-G. You can email us at Dr. Jonathan at Grace in the Shadows. O-R-D-O-R-G. And you can text your call 251-244-4645 all right you've got a very calming voice thank you just kind of (laughs) calming you're crazy all right hail mucus oh no i feel like i got a little mucusy this morning okay so why hail mucus the fact here with weird facts okay yeah your stomach is at risk of digesting and eroding itself oh so mucus protects itself by, I mean, the stomach protects itself by regenerating <laughs> mucus. Okay. Kind of like Jabba the Hutt. It's kind of kind of gross to think about, but, you know, it is cool how God has, has created our bodies to kind of heal themselves and all kind of stuff like that. So if you eat too much or too little, you can your stomach can start eating itself. Yeah, yeah. That's why you get like heartburn if you don't have enough to eat or That's heartburn right. if you had too much to eat both. But the mucus prevents that. That is lovely. Good to hear. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're eating though. Mucus is our hero. Okay. Yay, Muka, Mucus. <laughs> I can't even say it. All right. What else you got? One name. Wow. We've already done this one. Okay. Well, we can't do it. Skip so to something else. We're not going to do that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Was the what else mucus? you got? Uh, what else you got? Left-handed typing. Oh. You can type the word stewardess. Stewardess <laughs> with one hand, and it's the longest word you can type on the keyboard without needing the right. If you're using the proper hand technique, yeah, proper I, finger. I don't do that. I know you don't. You haven't pet. We've talked I'm about that before. You're well. Okay, let's. That, um, no, I met a pet case there. Yeah. Okay. Continue. That okay. Yeah, that did sound bad, but that's okay. the passwords. All right. If your favorite password is one, two, three, four, five, six, it's time to change it, folks. It's the most common password on the planet and is therefore the least secure. Use your imagination. Some people have the word password for the password. Yeah. Not us. No, well, but it's, I've yeah, heard it's of probably that. close by. One, I two, think three, that's four, one five, of the, yeah, not a good thing to do. Yeah. No. <clears throat> Dangerous donkeys. <laughs> it's thought that donkeys claim more lives each year than plane crashes. What on earth? I can see it. Do you remember our daughter? When she was learning her animal Aw-y. sounds, she would say "ah e" instead of "ah e." It was the cutest thing. It was like a little dyslexic. Only with <laughs> donkey, words. Only with words. Yeah. "Ah e." What does a donkey say? "Ah e." Well, today we're talking about seeds. Oh, nice. Now, I usually tell people if they're if they're listening to 
a pastor and he starts saying, sow a seed, mm-hmm. I would kind of run for the hills. It's kind of an indication of oh. um, eh, health, wealth stuff. I didn't realize that. But. Okay. It, you can say it in a different way. And I'm sure that's the way you're going to talk about today. Right. Okay. And I think it's the seed of the gospel. Right. And I think there, there's some that may use that and mean well with it. Mm-hmm. I know what, you know, you're, you're planting a seed for the kingdom, mm-hmm. but a lot of times, and so I shouldn't say all. No. Okay. That's the in general. But majority. Okay. They will say plant a seed because they're manipulating these scriptures. Right. To take your money. Yeah, they they do. Oh, if you do this, you'll get a wallet full of money and stuff like that. Plant a seed and God will bless you until your heart's... Yeah. yeah that's not always true. Matter of fact, no. he does bless us. But he does. It, it's, you know, a lot of these people, they, mm-hmm. they're charlatans. They are. They are. And, Nowhere uh, does it promise. God does not promise that we're all going to have five Rolls Royces and two airplanes and ten houses. I mean, and that's what they're touting a lot of times. So you have to be careful. But... But it does. We don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater because no. Scripture does talk about seeds. It does, and sowing seeds. In in, in Genesis chapter three, verse uh, I believe it's fifteen, mm-hmm. it talks about the seed <clears throat> of the woman yes. crushing the uh, head of the seed of the serpent. Right. And there's seeds throughout the Bible, and 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 God talks about here. Jesus talks about in Matthew mm-hmm. thirteen thirty one through thirty two. Okay. Another seed. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and read that if you want. Oh, you did not warn me. Oh, well, um, I can read it. No, that's okay. You I will read it. it. No, Matthew. Read it up. 21. Come on now, Mark. Tell me it can't Matthew 13. Oh. 31 13. through 32. 31 through 32. And so right. as you're doing that, okay. Jesus is going to talk about the mustard seed. All right, I'm ready when you are. Go ahead and read it. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds come and perch in its branches. Yes. So when we look at this, what I want to clarify first is that this is a a parable. Okay. Uh, We know from verse 31, it says that that Jesus says that a man took a, and sowed in his field. And so when we look at this, we know as he's talking about the culture of Israel, which was majority agricultural. True. Uh, agrarian. Yes. And the seed that he's talking about, that word for seed is a, is a farming type of sowing seed. Mm-hmm. So, some people, and I, I'm saying this because some people say, oh, see, Jesus is wrong here because it's not the smallest seed because the orchid is. <laughs> the smallest seed is the ghost orchid in, okay. the, in the Jamaica and other countries. All well, right. Number one, <laughs> Jesus is not talking about wild seeds. No. Number two, he is right. He's talking about the smallest of agricultural seeds. Mm-hmm. The mustard seed is the smallest yes. of agricultural seeds. Mm-hmm. And they can grow up to 30 feet. Mm-hmm. And birds can even have been known quite often to put their nest in, in the mustard seed. Right. And so as we look at this, it's a pretty, pretty awesome thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesus is also using a 
you know, just like they did in the Middle East, mm-hmm. they talked in proverbial language. Oh. You know what I mean by proverbial language? Um. The rabbis <laughs> and the culture, Jewish thinking. Yeah. Just like we say. Like in Proverbs. They spoke in Proverbs or yes. parables. Okay. I had to think about that for a minute. My coffee has not kicked in yet. You need more coffee. Like I, I do need more coffee. Like but it. yeah, they, they speak in Proverbs yes. or stories or parables. Like you're, Marla, you're as wise as an old owl. <laughs> Why Does did you put old owl? <laughs> I'm Does not sure. owl is smart? The smartest bird? Well, they're, they always looked at us to be wise, but yeah. It's not the smartest bird. No. It's smart. Yeah. And so the rabbis, <laughs> that culture, as a matter of fact, they still do this today in the Middle East. They, they talk about and compare small things mm-hmm. to the mustard seed. Yeah. They would, they would say a drop of blood is small as a mustard seed. Right. The tiny breach of the Mosaic law being a defilement, defilement the size of a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. They talked about a blemish or a spot on an animal, the size, you name it, a mustard seed. So they're using figurative language as we, as teachers would say. And Jesus is number one, but he happens Mm to be, I don't know why he's God, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, scientifically correct. Sure. So, you you know, you can try to say, Oh, he's wrong, but no, he's not. People are always trying to, to, Point out the errors in the scripture, and this is not an error, as you said. Um, this is a agricultural, the smallest agricultural it's a teaching seed. lesson too. Yeah, absolutely. So he's right on both counts. Yes, he is. Yes. So, so this is talking about the smallest seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. What is the size of a mustard seed? Do you know? I don't I have look it in it front up. of me. Are you? It, well, actually, I do. Okay. Uh, it is like, no, I don't. 2.5 millimeters or That's 0.1 inch. In di- so like, just like yeah. a, a tick off of an inch, That's you know? Like a tick. Yeah. So it's really, really small. It's actually smaller than a tick. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's very, very small. I've seen like jewelry and necklaces made with them. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool to see because, you know, I'm a visual person. So I like having a visual. That's why I asked what size it was. Mm-hmm. Because that will help me to visualize that's extremely small. So if I have enough faith that small, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. So he is teaching the disciples because they're small. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear preachers talk about we only have 120 people in our congregation. Well, praise God. Well, that. The, you know, the disciples didn't had that at one time and lost, went down to 12. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Jesus is trying to encourage mm-hmm. the disciples and us mm-hmm. by saying, yeah, you may be small, but, you know, this mustard seed is going to grow. Right. be one of the largest plants yes. in the agri- agrarian culture. Yes. They're up to 30 feet high. That's amazing. Uh, That's amazing. And yet a lot of times we talk about how small our faith is, mm-hmm. but at least we have faith, yeah. you know? I mean, and God grows our faith to make it 30 feet tall. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And so we see this. I want to give you some examples of the world okay. starting with small things. All right. That sounds good. Okay. Apple Company. Mm-hmm. You know, Apple Computers was started by Steve Jobs, yes, Ronald Wayne, and Steve Wozniak. Mm-hmm. 
in a garage, 1976. Mm-hmm. They, they started building and selling personal computers. Today, Apple is one of the most valuable, influential technological companies in the world. And they started from a garage. And they started from a garage. There you go. Facebook. Okay. You know, and I know there's mm-hmm. some controversy here, but I'm not. We're not getting into this that. This is more about starting small. Right. Mark <laughs> Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Initially created Facebook as a social networking website for Harvard University students in 2004. Started small within the university, but became, look at its popularity now. All over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon, Jeff Bezos, started mm-hmm. Amazon as an online bookstore in his garage in 1994. Mm-hmm. It began with small selection of books, quickly expanded its offering to include various products. Over time, Amazon revolutionized the E-commerce industry expanded mm-hmm. in areas such as cloud computing uh, and digital streaming, mm-hmm. making Bezos one of the richest individuals in the world. I mean, Amazon's huge. Yeah. You now order something, and sometimes you can get it the same day, depending oh, yeah. on where you live. So, yeah. I'm going to shoot down here. Okay. Starbucks. Oh. I know. They're kind of leftish. We like them, but, but we I shouldn't. They're coffee. I, I love know, their coffee. I know and it's expensive. I know. They protested everything. Though. We would well, have both. We True. wouldn't have a place to live. But yeah. But I understand people's. I do. I do. I do. Start about where they started. Okay. Where'd they start? The first Starbucks store was open in Seattle, Washington. Yep. 1971. My birthday year. Oh. My three partners, Jerry Baldwin, mm-hmm. Jeff Ziegel, mm. and Gordon Bowker. Nice. Initially, it was a small coffee bean equipment retailer. Oh. However, however. <laughs> I can't speak. How today. after? <laughs> That's how a good after, word. <laughs> after uh, Howard Schultz joined the company in 1982, he transformed Starbucks into a golden, global golden coffee house chain. And now look at it. And now look at it. Do we need to even finish reading that? Because, duh, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, now. definitely. Even even with the pandemic closing, some it's still all over the place. Yeah. So none of these, by the way, compare to the small seed of the church in the gospel mm-hmm. right. and its growth throughout the history to present. Well, that's right. Started with 12 men now all over the world. And look at the lives that have been changed. And heaven's going to have more people in it because of those 12 or 11. And then they added another one, 12 faithful men. Do you think that some of the disciples... Mm-hmm. We're talking amongst themselves about, you know, we're we're sticking our foot in our mouth every other time, every yeah, every every, every every other word, right? And does what we do really matter? <laughs> you know, look at us; we're only twelve and we're outcasts. Yeah, I mean, and we're following Jesus. I love him; he's doing all these miracles, but right. man, people don't like him. Yeah, and I think sometimes we feel that way. Oh, yeah, I do sometimes. Is what we're doing yeah. matters. Yeah, does it I mean, matter? I mean, does our little podcast <laughs> Does, uh, you know, yeah. our little prayers right. matter? Yeah. Does our, you know, maybe sharing the gospel or scripture, mm-hmm. does it really matter? But it does. And we yeah. need to realize that. And we need to think back to this. Yes. The size of the mustard seed. We need to think about these companies that started small, 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 and they're all over the world. So, you know, even our little podcast is in 30 countries, which is amazing. And it's growing. Actually, it's growing. Yeah. And we're not touting ourselves. Please know that. It's God glory. Right. We love, we love doing this because it's fun and we're quirky and weird and it's just fun to do it. And, um, it's actually, God is really blessing the podcast. He is. He is. is. It's awesome. 
But my point is this, Mm -hmm. what we do, I'm talking to you out there listening. Mm -hmm. You may be like, all I'm doing is praying for that person. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I shared a scripture with my neighbor. Yeah, I didn't even get to the full gospel. Hey, it doesn't You're matter. Planting seeds, yeah, definitely You're planting seeds that grow. Mm-hmm. God promised that His word will not come back void. And you'll notice when you're planting those seeds that people will start coming to you and talking to you about things, and you'll be able to, you know, share the gospel even more, uh, just because that little Bible verse was shared. So, yeah. You know, it says in verse 32 mm-hmm. that the smallest of seed grows and is the largest garden plant and becomes a tree. That's right. So a tree has branches. Yes. And it kind of shelters everything. Right. It protects things. It does. And a lot of times in the Old Testament, they biblical uh, language. Mm-hmm. Trees met like empire, right? Or you know, sovereign. Yeah. And so the tree grows and it, it protects with its branches, its leaves. Mm-hmm. It gives an idea of protecting uh, and and bringing safety, bringing order. Mm-hmm. And I think that even means the unbelievers to some degree. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because, you know, God's protection is upon us, and by default, um, unbelievers often are protected as well. How are unbelievers protected by the church? Um, well, you know, a lot of times the church will will get, like for the homeless or the people that are down and out, they'll go to the church. And those people may not be Christians, right. but the church will serve them and do things like that. Um, and just by being around Christians, you know, if God has his hand on you and they're with you by default, they're protected. And they, they have that grace and love, Mm -hmm. even though they're not believers. And the fact that God hasn't destroyed the world yet, God's given them chances to come to him. Um, that's another way they're protected. Yeah, you're right. And Mm -hmm. the law, I mean, our, our Mm -hmm. law government legal system, yeah, our legal system was, is a reflection from Mosaic law. It is. A lot of people don't want to admit that or or anything like that, but it was, it was brought up. I mean, the first law was in the Bible Yes. and um, you know, our, our legal system is based on that. Well, and it says birds come and perch in the branches in verse 32. Mm -hmm. Some people try to say that the birds represent demons. Oh, my goodness. Well, sometimes the birds do. They can. But I don't think in this context. (laughs) I think in this context, it's implying uh, how big the the tree is. And how God's protecting even the smallest creation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is kind of a simple lesson. Yeah. Um, you know, some people may be out there, well, you may be feeling discouraged mm-hmm. because you're not Billy Graham mm-hmm. or you're, you feel like you're not really, really able to plant seeds that are mm-hmm. going to be monumental. But I think that's kind of a lie of the devil. But do they have to be monumental no, either? Because, you know? the, because the seed of the mustard seed is insignificant. Right. It's humble. If we're following Jesus, if we're sharing Jesus with others, if we're living a life that reflects Christ, 
we are sharing mightily, even though we often feel like it's small, because we don't see we don't see the other realm. We don't see what God sees. We don't see what God sees down the line in the future. Yeah. He knows what us saying, you know, hello, I'm praying for you to a person and yeah. then actually doing it. Make sure you do it. He does. He knows what that's going to do for that person. That person may someday get saved and, and will, you know, repay yes. by doing the same to somebody else. I mean, you share with one, that one person becomes saved and goes shares with two and yep. it multiplies until there's a million people that have been touched just by that one statement. I'm praying for you. And I, I think, you know, we are supposed to be seed planters. We are planting seeds because, yeah. well, God commands it. You know, not all of us can be a Billy Graham. Not all of us can be, that you know the 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 Christian singer that everybody talks about. Not everybody can be that, but we can be that little seed planter right where we are in our little neighborhood, in our yes. little job, whatever. We can be seed planters, and someday when we get to heaven, we're going to see how big that became. And you know, hopefully, if you're listening today. You are a seed planner, but first you have to make sure that you know Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior. You know, seeds grow, mm-hmm. and many many people we'll see in heaven will be seeds, mm-hmm. planted seeds. We mm-hmm. never saw them in our with our own eyes come to Christ, right? But because of the seed planted mm-hmm. by you, right, uh, they later come to know Christ. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, you know, just. Be be a seed planter. Be a seed planter to everybody that you encounter. Okay, there have been times in our life. I'm kind of getting off the subject a little bit, but I, I will come back to it. There have been times in our lives, like when we've been traveling or something mm-hmm. like that, and we'll encounter a person that will come up to us. This has happened to us two or three times. Will come to us and say, "You know what? God's going to really use you." We were kind of discouraged several times. We yeah. had a homeless woman. Yeah, yeah, that was one. To us on, on Oprah yeah. Though. Yep, that and was one said, of them. Mm-hmm. God, know, yeah, God's going to use you. God's going to do mighty things for you. Yeah, there was another time at McDonald's. Remember yes. that? Yeah, and and, and Shoney. Yeah, yeah. So we've had people, and those people were being sea planters, and you know we're yeah. going to see them in heaven someday, or they might have been angels. We don't know. We don't know. But they planted seeds into our life when we were ready to, you know, not give up, you know, not give up completely. But we were just so discouraged and God spoke through them. So, you know, just looking, if if God tells you to say that to somebody, do it because you're going to really change their life. And, And they may look at you like you're crazy laugh you off, whatever, but God can use those little seeds that you plant into other people. I want to give some examples of seed planting. Great. Uh, sharing the gospel. Yes. Sharing, sharing the gospel, being intentional with the gospel. This is just uh, learning to share your faith. You know, if you, if you have trouble with it, go on E3 Partners mission trips. Mm-hmm. You will have to share it. Yes. And it will be memorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will be nervous, but you will be blessed. And afterwards, you'll be, you'll be able to share with anyone. And you can also just share your story. Yes. And that that makes a great difference too. Someone planted a seed in Billy Graham. True. Yeah. Someone planted a seed in the Apostle Paul. That's right. Yeah. Discipleship. Mm-hmm. Discipling. Prayer. Yes. Praying for others. 
I know my grandma Earl's <laughs> when I was just a kid was mm-hmm. praying for me. Absolutely. And I, you know, she never saw me get saved in her life. Though. Right. But I believe her prayers were mm-hmm. answered. God may have given her a window. In 1995. Yeah. Yeah. Serving others. Yes. Feeding hungry. Mm-hmm. Acts of kindness. Visiting sick. Worship. Mm-hmm. Music. Art. Creative expression to glorify God. Mm-hmm. Teaching. Mm-hmm. Sunday school class or preaching, missions, writing a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could even self-publish nowadays. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Leadership, you know, building relationships with people that will last a lifetime. Yes. And for eternity, mm-hmm. most likely. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. So plant those seeds. And if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, please come to him. It's very simple. You just have to tell him you're sorry for your sins, that you believe that he died for you, and ask him into your heart, and then live for him. And he will always be there for you. And then you'll be able to plant these seeds as well and minister to other people. And also, remember that God can take your mess, even the little seeds, even the ones that aren't the best, and turn (laughs) to a message for his glory for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.